Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. It's a game day for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. We have the best broadcast team in the business. And no, not just by the standards of a fan poll at The Athletic. All that and more is coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. What's cracking, Seattle hockey fans? Thank you for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. My name is Erica L. Ayala, your host on Locked on Kraken, bringing you your favorite team every single day. We're talking news. We're talking draft. We're talking mock draft. We're talking AHL. We're talking it all right here on Locked on Kraken. As many of you everydayers know, I started writing with the Seattle Kraken before they were the Seattle Kraken. I was able to be a freelancer as as a part of the name reveal and write some articles about Willie O'Ree, about Colored Hockey League, about the Premier Hockey Federation for Seattle Kraken. And now I am your host of Locked on Kraken, while also still covering women's hockey, women's basketball. I'm a, also a women's hockey and women's soccer broadcaster. So you get a little bit of all that flavor right here on Locked on Kraken. But on today's episode, I said it's a game day. That's right. Game six. AHL Western Conference Finals, punching our ticket, hopefully, to the AHL Calder Cup Finals. That would mean that the Coachella Valley Firebirds get one more win right now. They lead the series against the Milwaukee Admirals, 3-2. to two. Let's walk through the series. Now, the Coachella Valley Firebirds won the first two games of the series. We, of course, previewed the series with the amazing Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. If you missed that, check out the um, archives, including on YouTube and wherever you are listening to this audio podcast, including the Sirius SXM app. All you have to do is search Kraken, and that's where you'll find us. Okay, so just a reminder, you had a 6-4 victory in Game 1 for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, then a 5-3 victory for the Coachella Valley Firebirds in Game 2. After Game 2, we talked on the podcast about what this kind of means. You know, we're running up the score, which is great, but we're also maybe lacking in the defense department every day, as you know. Defense is my 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 passion. It is my pride, my joy. And so, of course, I'm always going to give a defensive slant and tilt on things. Then Milwaukee, uh, they started tightening up defensively. We maybe ran out of a little bit of offensive gas because in game three, Milwaukee wins that game three to one. We talked about that game. Shane Wright got the goal in that game. I talked about how he had that net front presence. We did all of that in game four. Milwaukee had a five spot. We scored two. And then game um, 
or excuse me, in game four. And then in game five, we got the two to one victory that was on Saturday. So you see that things get really tight the deeper you get into the playoffs. And so having a player like Joey Decord be able to perform well, having defensive, really smart defensive plays is going to be critical. And tonight, 7 p.m., a sold-out barn at Acrisure. The Coachella Valley Firebirds are looking to end this series and move on to the championship game. I had a passionate, heartfelt, emotional episode last we were together talking about Ron Francis. And a part of that conversation, you know, we were talking about his contract extension, but a part of that conversation was also that he's essentially the brainchild. So Many people, including uh, Todd Lywicki, giving stick taps to Ron Francis for what he's been able to do with Coachella Valley. And let me just put this out here in plain English, Seattle Kraken fans, because I don't think I've mentioned it. I've thought about it. Maybe it's been alluded to. But I want to put this out there in plain English. The Coachella Valley Firebirds. Disco Dan, Dan the Man Bilesma is the head coach alongside Jessica Campbell as an assistant. We've had Jessica Campbell on the show before. I got to interview Dan Bilesma with his or ask him a question during um, his announcement as head coach. But what have I been saying since we learned of Coachella Valley? The consistency, Dan Bilesma being an assistant coach and Ron Francis having the foresight to call Bilesma in, have him work with the Charlotte Checkers while we were co-parenting with who? The Florida Panthers. We're going to get to them a little bit later on the show. And now we see that the Coachella Valley Firebirds one win away from a championship series. Last year, when we were co-parenting with the Florida Panthers, with the Charlotte Checkers, we also had a playoff run. Not this deep, but we had a playoff run. We were a consistent powerhouse of a team. And our players, like Max McCormick, we've talked about him. We're going to get to him again on this podcast. So if you see what, what Ron Francis and company are building in our pipeline. In only two years, while having to scrap things together, what do you think we can do with an NHL team that just played 14 playoff games in their second season? I'm really excited because it's not starting one way and building up. It's what I like to call burning the candle from both ends. We're burning the candle from both ends right? We're taking an approach where everything is elevated. It's really more kind of like building a mountain from both sides. The point is, we're not just focused on the NHL. We're not just focused on the AHL. We're doing it all together. And that's why I went on my rant. It wasn't really a rant. It was a passionate um, mission statement, right? To use um 
the Jerry Maguire term. It was a mission statement. I, I laid out, I poured out my heart and why I believe that the leadership development, the pathway of leadership development in our club is critical. So yes, get fired because it's game six tonight and we should be paying attention, not just because these are some of the guys that are helping build our franchise, but we want to pay attention to the layers involved here, to the layers involved here. Okay. Regardless of what happens, whatever happens for the rest of the AHL Calder Cup playoffs, we need to pay attention to how our AHL team is moving because it can be indicative of what we can expect at the big club. So can you tell I'm excited? Get fired up, right? That's what we say as Coachella Valley Firebird fans. Of course we are Coachella Valley Firebird fans. You know I wanted them to be called the Phoenix. I'm still taking that as a win. Firebird, Phoenix, I'm just saying. I don't have any... Coachella Valley Firebird uh, merch. I'm I'm gonna be redesigning the wall soon here, so we're gonna need some Coachella Valley Firebird merch. They had some when I was in Seattle. I wasn't really drawn to it. It wasn't speaking to me. I'm a passionate person. I'm go on vibes. So if you have some merch that you like, Coachella Valley Firebird merch that you think I would like, just send it send it in the notes, or you can message me at elindsay08. Or at Locked On Kraken. But, you know, we, so it's a good one. AHL.tv, I think it's like nine bucks if you wanna watch a single pass. I'm gonna be, um, we're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna be keeping eyes on the Stanley Cup tonight. So I'm really just hoping the guys get it done. If not, game seven, uh, if needed, also will be hosted at Acrisure, excuse me, by the Coachella Valley Firebirds. That would be Wednesday, June 7th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. All right, I promised you lots. We've got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup. We're going to talk more about the Coachella Valley Firebirds, Max McCormick, and we're going to talk about how we have the distinction of watching on a regular basis, not only what the Athletic has thankfully this year tabbed as the best broadcast in the league, but once again, an Emmy award-winning pregame show. That's coming up on Lockdown Kraken. We're going to talk about eBay Motors. I really love this mentality that eBay Motors has because it fits what we talk about a lot right here on Lockdown Kraken. And that is that for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect player. Fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need a part or accessories, head to eBay Motors. With the guaranteed, with the eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. You just add whatever vehicle you have to your garage and look for the green check. And that's how you know the part will fit. Or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And you will be back in the game in no time when you use eBay Motors. After all, it's easy to bring home a win haha, when the right parts are guaranteed. 
Game five, guaranteed Natasha Cloud. That's a WNBA reference. Look it up. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Motors, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you, as always, Seattle Kraken fans, Coachella Valley Firebirds fans, T-Birds fans, just Seattle fans overall, or fans of Seattle who are not in Seattle. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's a Monday. I've got my green shirt on here and my Black History Month uh, Seattle Kraken from year one logo uh, hat on that was gifted to me. I'm so grateful for all of you who watch and listen on a daily basis. You make comments. Um, you know, I know a lot of you got really emotional when I did about around Francis and his extension. And we have so much to be excited about, including, yes, our own Coachella Valley Firebirds. We're going to get to the broadcast. I'm so excited. I'll also tell you that I um, just so happened to uh, butt text an Emmy Award winner on the day that they announced the Emmys. I'll tell you a little bit about that. If we don't get to it today, maybe tomorrow. Um, but let's go to the um, let's go to NHL.com backslash Seattle, because just like we saw for the Stanley Cup playoffs, the amazing team, it's Bob Condor um, for this particular article uh, that I'm going to show you in a minute. But um, they have a running tally of the series with the Milwaukee Admirals. And I like that they focus on this most recent one. So it's the one at the top on Max McCormick. He has been clutch, just like a seasoning in the pantry. Max McCormick has been clutch. There are very few games throughout the entire playoffs, not to mention throughout the regular season, where when we're talking about a, a I almost said Seattle Kraken, when we're talking about a Coachella Valley Firebirds win, we are not talking about Max McCormick. The Firebirds captain and the league's leading goal scorer uh, scored the game-winning goal in the second period and as the Firebirds hung on to a 2-1 win and a 3-2 series advantage. Max McCormick, the master of game-winning goals for us. And you see right here, we talked about this in, in segment one, Monday's game six, that's tonight, game day, get fired up. This will be the first of two home ice opportunities at Akershire Arena for the Coachella Valley Firebirds to advance to the Calder Cup final in the team's inaugural season. Um, and so uh, they would face Hershey. Uh, they have to win one of the next two games, but we just want them to take care of business tonight. Uh, and... I love that Bob Condor gives little anecdotes here. He talks about Yanni Gord and his time with the Syracuse Crunch. He talks a little bit about, um, you know, just Riker Evans and his defense, Rafferty. And so it's a, it's a really great article. Check it out. But again, just looking at, let's go to some of the player stats here. And this is for the Calder uh 
Cup playoffs. And we did this when we had our squad cast with Ann Kimmel. Look at what I mean. Come on. Cole Lind, Max McCormick, Cameron Hughes, Alexander True. Okay. Evangelista. Sure, sure, sure. Great, great, great. Riker Evans. Yeah, two other guys. Jeremy McKenna. Like, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on. Okay. So we are crushing the AHL, which means that yet again, Ron Francis and company are doing a great job. They have a great staff. Um, Alex Mandricki and the analytics, which also is why we're winning Emmys. We'll get to that coming up. We are crushing it, okay? Um, I think it's amazing. I I love to see it. You love to see it. Also, we got to look at what our guy Joey Decord is doing. Now, this, see, now, goals against average. This is, again, where some of the concern comes in. We talked about Joey Decord. I think he's an excitable goaltender. And not necessarily, in a, I don't want to say he's, um, maybe, Fidgety is the better term that I'm looking for here because sometimes his engagement, he likes to play the puck with his stick. He's got, um, you know, some secondary assists we've talked about here. And I like that he likes to play the puck. I like that he's not afraid. Sometimes, though, you have to. He's still in that measuring of risk versus reward. And, um, you know, while he can play the puck forward, we want him to just settle in a little bit to um, being a goaltender. And so that's what you see a little bit here. The goals against average, eighth overall. I mean, top 10. But, I mean, look, we've got Devin Cooley in net for the Milwaukee Admirals. So Joey Decord locking it up while also the Coachella Valley Firebirds being defensively sound in all three zones is how we're going to move forward. So check out that article on Max McCormick. Keep tabs on what's happening with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Coming up next on the show, we're going to talk about the athletic Finally, we're not tied. We weren't tied last year, but whatever. We are no longer tied. We are indeed, well, I guess now everyone else knows, we are indeed the best home broadcast. I'm going to give you my thoughts. We'll talk about that. And, of course, the Pacific Northwest Emmy Awards and why we are literally the best in the business. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Hey, thank you as always, Seattle hockey fans, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Can you tell I'm excited between the Coachella Valley Firebirds? Uh, you know, we're going to have a watch party. I know you've been missing them. It's been WNBA. I've got my WNBA uh, set up behind me now. And so I've had to get things off the ground there. Ooh, Seattle Storm, a little bit of a rough patch here. Uh, but you know what? We've got faith. The retirement, the Jersey retirement of Sue Bird coming up this weekend. So they're going to get it right. They're going to get it together. I have I have good feelings. Anyway, um, so we haven't had a watch party, but it's going to be game two of the Stanley Cup final tonight. We're going to do a watch party for game two. We're going to do a watch party for game three. So that way we get one game in Vegas. I mean, Vegas, they're having pool party watch parties. I will not be in a pool. 
I will be in this very room with a very similar setup and, of course, my snacks. But you can join me right here. You can watch either on playback. And I love when you watch on playback because that's a way that we monetize the show. But also, we are marching. Uh, we actually skid. We lost a few along the way. But uh, we are marching towards 800 subscribers. And when we get to 1,000, we can also monetize our YouTube channel. So check the show notes. I will also have it on social media, but follow along with one of our watch parties. I'll be here. I think Angelica Rodriguez is going to join for a little bit, but I will definitely be here. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we've gotten some amazing goaltending from Aiden Hill in that series. So, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into the statistics. We'll do that on the watch party because I want to get into our team after all. This is the Locked on Kraken podcast. And, you know, last year we talked about this, the everydayers, you know this. We talked about the athletic. We talked about, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. I want to get the name of this article right. But they call this, um, or it's a question, which NHL broadcasts are the best? 2023 broadcast rankings rated by fans. I'm just going to read the opening thing here. Um, the landscape of the NHL regional broadcast is on the verge of change. And then the article goes into, I mean, what's happening with Bally is a little bit of a mess. They do mention uh, Scripps Sports, which is going to be really interesting. One, because that's something Vegas apparently is going to be experimenting with next season. But also, Scripps is getting into the the sports game through the WNBA. So I've been watching their sports product on ION, and we'll save that for another episode. But early returns, I like what they're doing. But also, they are definitely pandering to what I like to see. I think um, we will see them grow a little bit and probably change their model when it comes to the NHL. Anyway, so which NHL broadcasts are the best as rated by the fans? And I have to scroll all the way down because we are not tied for two anymore. We are at number one. It is the Seattle Kraken broadcast. But let me tell you, coming in at three is the Dallas Stars broadcast. Coming in at two, the Detroit Red Wings. And then at one the Seattle Kraken. So now I do believe when we have media companies that have a membership, you should do your best to support them if you're able. Um, my company, Black Rosie Media, we're going to be doing some of that membership stuff. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But um, anyway, for the purposes of Blocked on Kraken, I am going to share a little bit of this. I'll show you the screen and then I will take this off the screen and read the rest to you. Because again, I think we should support journalism full disclosure i used to work for the athletic also full disclosure uh let's just say they weren't ready for me they're doing a lot of things now that i wish they would have done when i wrote for them but another story for another day here we go this is what they had to say about the broadcast root sports carries cracking games with john forslund on play-by-play -play, eddie Olchek on color and jt brown between the benches Okay, first of all, JT Brown is not only between the benches. We've talked about that. Anyway, I digress. Olchek occasionally misses cracking games while fulfilling his national broadcast commitments for TNT. Forslund and Brown form a two-man booth on those occasions. Again. 
we we okay anyway you you get it so the local ranking one national ranking one last year two we were tied the seattle kraken already had a star-studded broadcast headlined by john forslund who is universally recognized as one of the best play-by-play broadcasters in sports and this is where i take things off the screen i will read the rest to you but remember when i made my trip out to seattle i had a feeling about this guy john forslund I like John's style. I love his storytelling style. And as everydayers know, I love baseball. Everett Fitzhugh and I on this very show already talked about our baseball connection, but I was actually listening to John call a national game and I just, it finally clicked why his cadence, why his sarcasm, why everything about him seemed like home. And yes, because of the Seattle Kraken, but also there was something else there. He's a baseball guy, not just a fan. This man played, and I mean competitively, and I did not know that, but it makes all the sense in the world. Anyway, I digress. You'll learn to love my tangents, hopefully, hopefully. Then the Kraken doubled down by adding another big name broadcaster in Olchek this past summer. Now they're talking about Eddie, but I have also talked about how I have loved Nick Olchek. I think he needed a little bit of settling in, but I like the energy that he brings. But we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Adding Eddie Olchek has taken a very good broadcast and made it great, said one respondent. Uh, they offer exciting commentary, effective hockey education, and entertaining banter, wrote one Kraken fan. It's like they are sitting on the couch next to you and your friends trash-talking each other. Okay, now I want to talk about this a little bit. I, I was there with you until we got to the trash-talking piece. Now, I thought the the bromance was a little heavy for me early on. I also have to admit that I was keenly listening for how John and Eddie would bring JT in when they did have the three-man booth. Now, what I will say is I was surprised that I think Eddie was more cognizant than John was at certain times. And I appreciate that from Eddie Olchek. That being said, the bromance got a little bit too much. I still don't really understand the whole strawberry milkshake thing. I think that's also because I have a really, and my 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 close, I mean my close, we've been friends for 10 plus years. They know I have a, a, a situation about strawberry and milkshakes. And so maybe that's why I just kind of zone out on that. And no, I will not be sharing that story, maybe on Patreon or in a membership one day. But anyway... Um, so, you know, that, that threw me for a loop. I got used to it. I also think it just got better. Um, but we also know there was that whole Eddie old check where he got very defensive about Leah Hextall using, Hey, Hey, what do you say? Which I say almost every episode on the locked on Kraken podcast and the attribution and whether uh, that, that was not my favorite moment. That was not my favorite moment, but putting all of those things to the side, I enjoy the mess out of Seattle Kraken broadcasts. I, I'm a broadcaster in women's hockey. I've done some men's hockey as well uh, in women's soccer. And I, I, I go on places like CBS, uh, New York Post Sports, and I talk about sports. And so, yes, it's amazing uh, to learn 
from an amazing broadcast team with so many different elements. But my personal favorite element has been what the studio group has done. You have Alison Lucan, the, um, the, like, just a perfect person to introduce truly what I believe the world into data-driven storytelling. I've loved it. And we've talked about this on the, the, the podcast, but she's also, and I haven't explicitly talked to Allison about this, but my take is that the, um, the series that she does with Filson is a departure from the storytelling that's most comfortable to her, that's most known to her. And we did talk about how it can be, you know, that there's a lot that goes into that style. So I think that she is so committed to sharing her passion and her talents while also still open to taking us and herself to new heights. That summarizes for me the broadcast. And we haven't even talked about radio did have a little bit of a, it wasn't, it was just a little thing where I thought Dave Tomlinson just completely forgot that the Seattle Storm had played in the postseason the year prior to the Seattle Kraken playing in the postseason in Climate Pledge Arena. But other than that, love it. And we've talked about it here sometimes when we are not blessed with this amazing broadcast. I will listen to Everett and Dave, they invited me into the booth in in New Jersey and, and have given me pretty much open door policy. JT sat down with me in Boston, right outside of the broadcast booth. Again, John and I talking at Kraken Community Iceplex about, well, we were talking about women's hockey first. And then that's when I asked him the question about baseball. And then Nick meeting me, we were somewhere, oh, it was uh, the first ever Seattle Kraken playoff practice. And Nick Olchek came up to me, said he liked my work, did great things. And why am I saying this? One, well, it's just nice. I'm not going to lie. You know, it feels nice that people know what we're doing here at Locked on Kraken. But I also, what I like the most as someone who considers herself a lifelong learner is that the accessibility of this broadcast team, not just in how they deliver the content, but in reality, it's amazing. It's exciting. It makes me want to listen intently. There are times where I'm watching Seattle Kraken games and I am listening to the pace, to the cadence, to the vocabulary that the broadcast team uses, that the studio team uses. And there's so many things that they're throwing at us. While also they are like the amazing, the, the, uh, I keep using the word amazing. Speaking of vocabulary, I need to up my vocabulary. They are a superbly um, curated group of chefs. Each one of them brings their own spice and flavor, you know, salt bay it up. And it could be a hot mess if you put too much of this with too much of that. But the way that they are open to experimenting while staying with their strong flavor mm, and knowing that sometimes you have to be 
the analytical team. Sometimes you have to rely on JT and Eddie and Nick and have them lead the conversation as as players from the player perspective. It's just, it's just a delight. I learn something every, and I haven't even talked about Piper yet. And I don't think Piper gets enough credit at times. I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't talk about Piper enough inside Kraken Hockey. Like I watch it all. I watch it all. I learn so much. And again, I mean, award-winning, another set of Emmys. Another set of Emmys for our amazing team. First of all, Allison, Allison, this dress is fabulous. This dress is fabulous. That pose, that smile. Oh, my goodness. Okay, not the point, not the point, but also the point. You get to go to these dinners and wear a sparkly sequins dress that has the perfect blend of color while also being on brand with the aquatic oh my god it's just amazing it's amazing i love that through this podcast oh i just realized i didn't even have that on screen because i took it that's allison lucan holding her most recent emmy I love learning. I love being a part of this community. I say it all the time. And I hope that you don't get tired. This is not me. This was not scripted. Hello? Like, hello. I've gone way off the books. This was not scripted. This is real. This is genuine. And that's what I love about this broadcast. I love, um, you know, and there are things that I don't love. There are things that I don't love. There are things that I will be critical about when it comes to this broadcast, but I will, I have never found myself being critical of the dedication to the craft. We all make mistakes. I make blunders all the time. I say things and I default to things because in my mind, I'm thinking women's hockey. And then it's like, yeah, Erica, we don't do a shootout in the NHL. And it's like, I know that, but I wasn't thinking about it at the time. So, you know, everyone makes blunders. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm sure there are things that I've said that you have disagreed with. And so it's not about that. I don't need, I don't need to see reflected everything that I believe all the time. But the way that this group inspires me while also challenging me to be better as a broadcaster, to be better as a human, to be better as a Seattle Kraken media member is a delight. Oh man, I just Oh, man, we're doing it again. We're just like, I don't know. It's the off season. I know I was, I was, I needed to get out some of those frustrations right after our second game seven. Not the, not the best game we played, but everything since and reflecting been a delight. And there's so much more to come. We've got game six tonight for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And remember, I did I did my passionate plea to you earlier. We have to watch what's happening in Coachella Valley because it's going to give us hints on that three- to five-year plan that Ronnie Francis and company have for the Seattle Kraken. And, of course, some of the players that we're seeing play at Acrisure tonight are going to have a direct impact on what we see at Climate Pledge Arena next year or next season and the seasons to come. So pay attention to that. Also pay attention and appreciate the amazing storytelling that we have surrounding us. I feel like I've said 
about all I should say <laughs> on this podcast. I ran over time again, but thank you so much for making Locked on Kraken again a part of your daily routine. I am your most gracious, humble host, Erica L. Ayala. We come to you Monday through Friday, most times. Monday through Friday, and we talk Coachella Valley Firebirds. We talk, obviously, Seattle Kraken and everything in the Seattle sports scene. So we're going to talk about Sue Bird's retirement. We've got the OL Reign. We've got the Sounders. Grubauer was at a Sounders game. We're going to talk about it all in the coming days and weeks in this offseason. And Locked On NHL hosts once again are participating in a mock draft. I have already submitted my pick, and so you know that we're going to talk about that on a coming episode. Until then, be kind to yourself and to each other. Find your passion, what sparks you, just as much as leadership development and an exciting stew of broadcast talent excites me. Find that, seek it, challenge yourself, and be kind to yourself along the way, and certainly be kind to others. And until we meet again, hold fast, stay true, and tonight get fired up and let's get a win. Coachella Valley Firebirds, punch our ticket to the championship. All right, folks, I'll catch you on the next episode. Be well.